Yes, welcome in everyone. This is the Full 10 Yards at Betting Podcast, week seven, firmly in our sights. Hope you all enjoyed uh, the late the late action there in the first night football game between the uh, the Eagles and the Giants. I didn't because Boston Scott was against me in quite a few fantasy teams, but enough about that. So today, week seven, uh, firmly in our in our on our sites to preview it with me as always is Mr. Touchdown Tips. Adam Wolford, how are you doing, buddy? How's the penny dropping for you? Yeah, it's really good, mate. Yeah, uh, nice, nice weekend planned. I've got a week off work next week, so definitely can't complain. No, oh, I'll uh, swap weeks. Um, <laughs> I, was, I, I, I ventured into uh, Reading IKEA today. That was uh, that was quite something. And I topped it off with uh, a, a late night visit to Audi. Uh, I do live the high life. <laughs> yeah, living the dream. <laughs> That's uh, obviously a good. Obviously, paying paying for my IKEA trip was all the bets from last week. Obviously, three out of four on our best bets. I do have to question Adam why you did fancy Dallas uh, yeah. against Arizona, and I'm glad I swayed you off of it. But unfortunately, you still couldn't find a winner for your, for your next bets. Obviously, yeah, I, I bet you loved Nick Boyle coming in there, for, not not Mark. Andrews. No, no, I knew it would be a tight end scoring. Just got a wrong one, and uh, obviously Andrews had done it twice in a row. That was too much to ask for three in a row. And yeah, the, the Dallas bet, I. I kind of listen to you i mean i still bet on them in in my money and uh yeah yeah that that, that one that, did didn't it? go no, <laughs> it didn't go quite as expected yeah. zeke just needs to hold on to the bloody ball and we'll probably be all right but no gone there we go yeah like i say um i must admit two of the two bets that i gave out last week must have been two of the easiest bets all season for me obviously arizona on the handicap and, and pittsburgh on the handicap just never was never in absolutely any doubt so i don't think we'll find any winners a uh, bit any easier than that. But let's have a look on the week seven slate then. Uh, there are actually quite a few things that I do like. Uh, Adam, just give us a, a gloss over of the, the, the story so far. I thought you were going to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, so what, do you want me to go through all the teams? Oh, well, you can, you can do whatever you like. What, what sticks out to you? Uh, what sticks out to me? Yeah, I've got quite a few. Um, obviously, I do the red zone competition, so I've been picking... We've been picking five games per week, and this week there's there's a few really good games. A lot of high scoring games, or potentially high scoring games. Uh, Lions at Falcons should be a really high scoring one. Um, Chiefs Broncos could be, but the weather's meant to be terrible. It's um, potential snow there, so that's one to keep an eye on. Seahawks Cardinals obviously has been moved to the late game now. That should be a really good game. I'm a bit annoyed. I have to stay up for that one. Uh, Panthers Saints should be pretty high scoring, um, and then Steelers Titans. That one's. A tough one to pick. It's been all over the shop. It opened up, um, I think, Titans favourites, then got to Steelers by one and a half. Uh, sorry, Steelers minus two at one point, and now it's up to Steelers plus one and a half. So yeah. money's been all over the place for that one. Mm. Yeah, that, that does feature a bit later on for me. Yeah, but like you say, Adam, uh, highest total of the week, Packers-Houston, 57 points, obviously the, the Randall Cobb Bowl, uh, and then the, the lowest one of the week, Kansas City-Denver, obviously 90% chance of snow. Uh, mm. in that one so it'd be interesting to see uh, like I say if you can get a weather report early in the Denver area uh, if there's a lot of snow you hammer the under on that one um, and one one that price that did stick out to me I know we get to uh, inside touchdown scores in a bit but obviously uh, New Orleans Saints don't have many many wide receivers but I saw Alvin Kamara at 13 to 8 to score two or more which has to be one of the shortest passes in history to, uh, to score a brace of touchdowns or more uh, that's of mm. course in the Teddy Bridgewater Bowl um, but yeah 
the Tampa Bay Las Vegas game obviously off the board at the moment because I think they've just had their O-line okayed or with the green light for those guys uh, against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Obviously, that game moved. That was originally the Sunday night football game. Obviously, that's now I think that's the what nine o'clock our time, nine twenty-five or one of the late games. Anyway, obviously the Arizona Cardinals and Seattle Seahawks now take place on Sunday night football. Um, what uh, what should, what should, well, let's get straight into it because we need to try and hit uh, under ten minutes of one of these podcasts at least. <laughs> so let's go straight into enough Adam what's your favorite bet for the weekend um I'm taking on the Bengals uh Browns minus three uh both teams have been beaten up um the, this is the first rematch of the season the Browns obviously won 35-30 in the first one but it shouldn't have been that close they, they were far better than the Bengals uh obviously that one was Nick Chubb running all over them we've got no Nick Chubb no Joe Mixon in this one so it's Kareem Hunt versus Gio Bernard and Gio has not been good this year um, so I'm not, not looking too confident there. And then the bigger loss for me is William Jackson the third being out for the Bengals in the secondary. It, <clears throat> he's the best cornerback they've got. Um, so it should be an easier matchup for Beckham and then Landry and everyone kind of going down the way. Um, Baker wasn't healthy last week. He was scared of getting hit. Uh, obviously a broken rib or potential broken rib, bruised rib maybe. Um, this week he won't get hit. The Bengals didn't register a sack against him in the first game, so he should be kept fairly safe. And there's some serious stuff going down in the Bengals. Um, they, they've relegated Carlos Dunlap and Gino Atkins. Uh, Dunlap today posted a picture of um, playbook stuff, basically, uh, on Instagram complaining about it, saying that he's not involved. So it's safe to say he won't be playing, and he is obviously looking for a trade, but he's just ruined his trade value. So not sure what's going to happen there, but there's some unhappiness there. Uh, I think this could get out of hand. I think the Browns could win quite comfortably in this one. So my nap is Browns minus three. Mm, yeah, didn't know that. Interesting stuff. Um, yeah, I, I was trying to find an angle on that one. I didn't. I probably liked the unders, but yeah, like I say, it's just going to leave alone. I think with all the injuries and all the all the fraud, fraud the, the debacles that are going on. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with my nap and the Buffalo Bills. You can get minus nine and a half, which is four or five at about three six five. Uh, I know that the tight ends uh, crew, apart from Dawson Knox, oh, is it Dawson Knox? Uh, Tyler, apart from Tyler Croft, has just been all ruled out. Uh, yeah. COVID, COVID-related stuff. And I know John Brown's obviously out for this one as well. Um, too busy kicking field goals for Jacksonville last week. Um, <laughs> the I, I, I've just got a funny feeling about this game, but I, I just don't understand. You know, the Jets don't want to win games, so I don't understand why you would back you would back anyone. I, you know, the team total for this one was what sixteen and a half. I think we said before we came on air. Um, and I think you said that the, the line actually opened up at 13 and a half on this one. Yeah. Uh, yes, the Bills are travelling. They're not travelling very far, to obviously, to go to New Jersey, to the Midlands in New Jersey. Um, I just get a touchdown and a field goal. I think they'll win by that because they're just, yeah, the Bills are interested in winning and the Jets aren't. And let's say the Jets, the common theme of the podcast is uh, the Jets under total and 16 and a half. Probably, I'll probably leave that just in case they do get 17. I can feel a 17 game coming from them. But um, yeah, Bills minus nine and a half there with Beffy 65 at, at four or five. Uh, I'm not going to try and overthink that one. I don't think I just think yeah, the team wants to win against one that doesn't. So Yeah. Yeah, the um, listening to the RJ Bell podcast earlier, I'll give him credit for this one. Uh, there's been 451 instances of teams losing three games in a row against the spread. This is the first time a team has won their turnover battle in all three games and lost every game against the spread yeah. uh, in the last 11 years. There you go. So <laughs> the Jets are setting records in one way. The, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess on the on the plus side, they're winning their turnover battle, but. Uh, yeah, they um, they're, they're terrible. They they really are really are awful, and it's weird that they're not 
they're not even giving the confidence boost to Adam Gase. They're not even mentioning it. They're just kind of ignoring it and hoping everything just kind of goes away. Mm. So they're, they're, like, they're like you said, they're blatant, blatantly playing for the first pick next year. I think I think I've just seen something flash up saying as well. Crowd has been uh, downgraded to doubtful as well. So uh, even, even 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 more reason. So you know, Jeff Smith another ten times which coming your way, my friend. Um, two catches. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, what's your, your second favourite? What's your next best? For, for um, yeah, next best Panthers plus seven. Um, before, well, I wrote this about a half hour ago, and it's now six and a half. But um, Panthers plus seven. They've been a lot better than expected um, with all the changes. Uh, Teddy B's fine. He's been linking up with Robbie Anderson well. Uh, Matt Rule's been doing a decent job at coaching. Tom, um, not Joe Brady, not Tom Brady, um, is obviously a very good offensive coordinator. Um, and they're going up against the Saints, who haven't really been blowing anyone out. They've been pretty awful on defense. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore's giving up a perfect passer rate into opposing QBs in coverage this year. And they're without Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. So they're struggling for weapons. Uh, as you said, it's probably going to be a whole hell of a lot of Alvin Kamara. I, I can't ever take 13 to 8 for two or more. That's no. that's crazy. But, <laughs> um, but you can't really see anyone else. I mean, they've got Traquan Smith, Jared Cook maybe, but I can't see them racking up the points too much. And the Panthers should be able to put up points as well. So I'm happy to take Panthers plus seven. Fair enough. Now I've got a couple of, uh, obviously with all those players out, you can try and get a bit of value out there. So I've written a few down for shortly uh, after we've gone through on our My Next Best. My Next Best is Pittsburgh plus one and a half, uh, travelling to Tennessee. I know you said before we come on air that they've not really beaten anyone. No, they've probably not. Um, but I just think they're you know, one of the better teams in, in the AFC at the moment. And I think they'll they'll beat the Tennessee Titans. Um, they're really good against the run. Derek Henry is obviously good at running. So that's a fascinating battle that I can't wait to watch mm. uh, on Sunday. How they, how they go and do that, you know, because the Baltimore Ravens last year, when well, it was the championship game, uh, no, it wasn't the championship game, the divisional game that um, Baltimore were good against the run and Henry just run all over them. So, uh, yeah, fascinating to see that match, match up. I just, I just think the, the Tennessee defense isn't that great either. Uh, and I think Pittsburgh have enough about them and have, have shown enough and got a bit of momentum. But uh, give me plus one and a half. I know you said the line was a bit funky as well. So that kind of scares me a little bit. Um, but yeah, give me. Mm. Give me Pittsburgh plus one and a half. Uh, I think it'd be a tight game, and you know, it could be it could even be a point. So, um, a couple of other things. That I yeah, a couple of other ones that I was pondering. Um, I know I was really down on Dallas last week, but I think the pick and uh, ten to eleven the pair against them in Washington is uh, is an interesting one. I think that's a bit of a slight overreaction. I think um, Dallas should be at least one or two point favourites in in that one. Uh, certainly shouldn't be uh, Washington favourites anyway. Uh, and then Chargers minus seven as well. You can get six and a half, but that's a slightly short price. So that's why I kind of left that one as well. But there's two. The two that I fancied. Uh, any anything else that you, you you pondered? No, I've got quite a few leans this week. Um, I, I do like the Chargers minus seven. The Jags are who that we thought they were. They were yeah. probably a three-win team. It, that first game's really thrown us all off, I think, for a few weeks. But they've come back to kind of normalisation now. The Seahawks minus three. I think they'll get it done against the Cardinals, uh, especially if um, Nuke knocked up, uh, banged up. Um, I think, again, a bit of overreaction from their win against the Cowboys in the week. The Seahawks should be able to cover that. Um, I think the Patriots will probably beat the 49ers. The 49ers struggle against mobile quarterbacks, and obviously it's Cam Newton. Uh, unfortunately for the Patriots, they don't have much else. So this a bit more dodgy. Um, Chiefs, as we said, is weather-based. I do like the Cowboys. Um, and then Lions v Falcons is one that I'm completely out on. It's... It could be either team winning by 20. It's, yeah. it's a really weird one. It yeah. Basically, I think a good bet in that one is team to score first doesn't win. 
because these teams both love throwing the game away. So I might have to look into that one a little bit more. Um, and Packers v Texans here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. You, you can imagine both teams kind of having 14-point leads at one point and both of them or somehow tying. I don't, I don't know. That's, it's, what, that's it's one for the uh, Paddy Power where if you go two touchdowns up and we back just back in that game. <laughs> back yeah, back both, yeah, back both sides. <laughs> it's probably going to happen. Like, it's um, yeah, it's it's a weird one, but um, yeah, I, I've got I've got quite a lot of leans this week, and uh, yeah, quite a few that I'd be quite happy with. Uh, touchdown scorers, touchdown scorers, yes, indeed. Uh, you, you, or... Yeah, yeah, you you smart, you still smarting over the Adam Shaheen? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I I was allowed forty six p on twenty to one shots on eight eight eight, so it was. You should have yeah, tried it. I could have got on for you. I don't think you would have been able to get much on their terrible bookie. That's why they order. That's why they offer the biggest prices because they know that they're going to limit people so much. Um, Stefan Diggs eleven to ten. Uh, Paddy Power. Uh, obviously, they they're running out of weapons and to get plus money against the Jets. I think is pretty good. Uh, the Saints we mentioned beating up. Deontay Harris is six to one. Uh, Michael Gallup fifteen to four. Uh, I thought was a decent price. He was he dropped one in the end zone last week. And as I say, Andy Dalton will be better this week. Now it's not prime time. Uh, Russell Gage seven to two for the uh, Falcons. Uh, Calvin Ridley's banged up. Uh, Kenny Stills seven to one. Uh, John U. Smith and Anthony Ferguson nine to four and six to one respectively. Uh, the Steelers without Devin Bush, who did his ACL last week in the middle of the field. That's going to be a big hit for them. Um, James O'Shaughnessy. I was looking for a better price for the Irishman. Uh, it's eleven to two, but I thought I'd mention him anyway for the Jaguars. Because Tyler Eifert's out, he's going to be the starting guy. And then a couple which are actually a little bit shorter, but should be better bets in a high-scoring game. Uh, Christian Kirk and Chase Edmonds, both 5-2 to two, uh, for the mm-hmm. Cardinals against the Seahawks. And uh, my last one is uh, Big Jeff, uh, Jeff Wilson, 4-1 to one for the 49ers, but it depends on his health. Mm. Yeah, I forgot about Devin Bush, actually. I've just, bloody, I've just next best Pittsburgh, one, plus one and a half. Jesus well, Christ. I could have told you at the time, but I thought I'd <laughs> Just let just let me sink with the cement blocks attached to my feet. All right, now I'm going to change my next best then to charge minus seven. No, I still I still like the Steelers to win that one. Uh, yeah, but I don't have Devin Bush in the team. Um, yeah. Right, okay. So a couple of uh, touchdown scorers I've got. Did, did you like anything? Did you look at like anything else in the New Orleans Saints game? Because obviously Harrison Bryant. Um, that's not. That's not even. That's not New Orleans Saints. I don't know why. Take Taysom hey, Hill seven to uh, two. Josh, this, this do you know what? This screams a Josh Hill game nine to one. Uh, and Adam Adam Troutman was the one I was looking for. Sorry, not Harrison. Yeah, Adam, Troutman, Troutman was twenty two, I think. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was wasn't a bad shout. Obviously, um, yeah, I just thought yeah, obviously you got no Michael Thomas, you got no Emmanuel Sanders. Someone mm. someone's got to catch some balls. And they say this just screams a Josh Hill game to me. But uh, yeah, nine to one. Um, yeah, another couple. Obviously, Aston Hooper out for the Bra- uh, for the Browns. Harrison Bryant eleven to two. David and Joku three to one. Uh, I just want to point out as well, you can get slightly. Um, some, some slightly shorter prices, um, but three six five got sh- shocking prices on those. So you can get eleven to two with Unibet and three to one for Njoku for, uh, with Unibet, but it's nine to four and seven to four respectively as well. So yeah, again, like we always say, go and shop for your prices. And yeah. um, don't, don't know if you liked uh, any of those those two Titans. I know they're not really a Titan team, the Browns, and uh, but yeah, bit a bit of value there with no Austin Hooper. Um, yeah, I, I assume Njoku's back. I've um, I've not been really paying attention to yeah. that. Obviously, he was on short-term IR. Yeah, he's back, is he? So, yeah, yeah I mean, the, can the Bengals defend the tight end? I can't even remember. I can't, I can't remember too many tight ends scoring against the Bengals, to be honest. I might be completely wrong on that, but off the top of my head. Um, mm. I don't mind the Troutman one. I think that's a decent look. Um, mm. as, you, as I did, 
I did look at him much like Albert O for, for last week. Uh, I considered Albert O, but he hadn't he hadn't played any snaps like at all. Mm. Yeah, and then he yellow. got four red zone <laughs> targets last week <laughs> yeah. and should have scored. But he, he was 20 to 1 plus last week. So it's always worth a shot. Tight ends have scored 29% of receiving touchdowns this year, which is um, which is the high so far. I think the mm. highest before was 24%. I got um, Neil Dutton to do a little bit of research for me. Mm. So um, shout out to him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, instead on that theme, then Tyler Croft, like I mentioned, all the other Titans mm. are out for the Buffalo Bills. 130 at Skybet with him uh, against the hapless Chets, I thought was pretty decent value. Um, he's got yep. a, he, obviously a former Bengal, of course. Um, yep. Before we get out of here, then Adam, a couple of, obviously we always talk about the Skybet touchdown trouble. Don't actually like him this week. Um, the, the main one, Derek Henry, uh, Alvin Kamara, Zeke Elliott, fours, uh, Kelsey Kittle, and Evans in the later games, 14s. Not, I don't like them myself. What do you like? Do you like them? I don't mind the Lego one too much just because of the price of it. But the first one, I've had Zeke let me down in two of them over, what, the first six weeks. And as you said, the the Steelers against um, against uh, the, the, run de- yeah, the run defense for the Steelers worries me. Yeah. Um, as, as it turns out, I put on a bet uh, last night when I got a few beers. Uh, Taysom Hill, <laughs> Darren Fells and Tyler Croft. So that one's pretty much the guys you've just mentioned. So. I was um, fairly happy with that. But yeah, the um, I've not even looked at a quest of it, to be honest. I always forget. That's right. Uh, so I always have a cursory glance at the, uh, the, the enhanced touchdown troubles. Um, okay, that's going to do it for today's podcast. And let's know you're at, uh, at full 10 yards if you know what your best bets are. And so we keep track of these uh, throughout the year at touchdown tips and touch tdtips.com for Adam's great work and all the reviews. And Adam, give us uh, more, again, give us details of your uh, DraftKings, which I did horribly in last week. Yeah, I um I, I won about five or six contests last week. I made about 150 quid, so uh, I was happy. Um, yeah, if you haven't got an account, sign up at dkng.co forward slash TD tips, deposit $10, and you'll get a free $10 to play. Um, I have two contests running each week because one of them always fills, which is brilliant. Um, and yeah, Tim is uh, normally normally joins in. <laughs> I did last week, so, yeah. I will do it again this week. You can take his money at least. Now, now that he's got decent internet, he can get in every week. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, come, come, come and take my money. You can have it. Have it. Just take it. Take it. Um, okay, that's going to do it for today's podcast. And so don't get, get, don't forget to get in touch with us at 10 yards on that Twitter. We'll be back at the same time, at same place next week to go through some of the weeks and then look ahead to week eight, nearly halfway through the season already. Mm. But in the meantime, thanks to Adam, as always, for his time on a Saturday night. We are two glamorous people, aren't we? Um, we will speak to you soon in the great world of Kevin Cato. It's a bye-bye for now. A bye-bye.